Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on FM is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.f. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, you've been on the road a lot, my friend. I have. I'm happy, very happy to be home. I was down in Miami for a while, then went on a vacation with the family. You went on vacation too, didn't you? A very brief one to Vancouver, yeah. Ah, It was nice. nice, It's kind of like a staycation for you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's across the pond, and yeah, we get to get to be in a big city, which is kind of fun. But um, yeah, you know, with kids as young as mine, it's you kind of need a vacation from your vacation. But it was still fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I had fun in Miami. I saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. I didn't get to see George, our, our producer. I wanted to see him, but, but we missed connecting. Um, but I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. So it was it was good. I was at WordCamp uh, speaking at that conference. It was it was a good time. Cool. So tell me about WordCamp. What, what came out of that? Um, my, WordCamp Miami is actually, it, it was celebrating its fifth anniversary. I was there the first year. I kind of helped, helped start it off the first year. Um, and it's grown to one of the biggest WordCamps in the country. They have these WordCamps all over the country now. But they, had, they sold out at 750 tickets, and they had wow. probably 800-plus show up. So it's, it was a huge event. They had two, three tracks, actually. Um, my track was the user track. I spoke on content is not king. It's core. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, but they had a developer track and a web designer track and then the user track. So it was, it was a good conference. If, you, if you're down there and you get a chance, I would highly recommend it. Hmm. Interesting. I, uh, I haven't been to a, a word camp in years, but, uh, I thought they were, they offered a really valuable, uh, um, I don't know. I found them really valuable for a lot of people because so many don't really realize just how much they can get out of WordPress. Oh, yeah. They had a really neat thing, too. They did a WordCamp for kids. It was like the, the day before the actual WordCamp started. It was for kids, literally like elementary school age kids. And they had two kids presenting. I mean, they had one that was like 13 and one that was 14 presenting oh, on, on WordPress. So cute. I know. I thought that was so cool. Did they do a good job? I didn't get to see it because I was flying in, but I heard they did ah, awesome. That's so cool. I would love to know what they were talking about. Well, I'm, I'm sure if I if I can get the uh, video, I will let you see it. Wait, well, video yes. takes the whole thing too, so that would be awesome. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, and what, we'd love to post yours too if they videotape the whole thing. <laughs> well, we can we can do a show someday on how content's not king. I'd be happy to. <laughs> well, that and, and hey, we put your video up. That's that's cool. You've already done the work, right? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> we could even make a show out of it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> we won't have the, to do anything. We'll just put put the audio up and yeah, 
You can add the headers. And- <laughs> hey, I'm all about multitasking. I'm getting the best that we can <laughs> out of everything. Um, <laughs> with that said, uh, one of the first topics here after our discussion at WordCamp here was uh, something you put up about do follow links. Do you want to fill us in? Oh, yeah. So I wrote this thing actually a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to mention it, that there's some people out there trying to, instead of putting no follows on a link, trying to get the engines to crawl a link specifically. So let's say you put the link three or four places on a page. They actually put rel equals do follow, which (laughs) doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. But they put it on their links, and um, Google's actually – looking at that now as a red flag. If, if they see this do follow on a page, they're looking at the site a little harder and saying, hey, these guys are doing something they shouldn't be. Let's take a look. So, you know, it, it just goes back to common sense. You know, don't make up stuff like do follows. And, it, you know, we, we said this years ago, and it's still valid today. Don't do something just because, you know, would you do this if the engines were there or not? Would you put a do follow tag on there if it wasn't for the search engines? No. Now, but that said, you wouldn't put a no follow for the search engines either. So that, that might not be as valid. <laughs> <laughs> just just use some common sense, folks. Don't make things up and assume that it's going to do something for you. Because rel equals uh, do follow does not exist and could get you now apparently in trouble. That's awesome. I, I don't know. People make up the weirdest things. Yeah. Uh, just don't get it. So another piece of, of of news that came up, and, and I should uh, tell everyone here, uh, as you've no, probably noticed so far, we, we, we're not jumping right into our uh, series today. Um, this episode is going to be catch up on news. It's been really busy. So uh, John and I want to kind of recap and go through some of the stuff that's happened in the last little while. And then we'll, we'll continue again on our, uh, our series of tutorials uh, for the next show. Now, that said, um, this next one is very interesting. It was... Uh, it's about SEOs who are being sued for violating Google, Google guidelines. And what it comes down to is this, is this uh, client of an SEO company um, is suing them because they found out that they had not followed Google's guidelines to the T. And uh, that's a first as far as I know. Yeah, and the interesting, interesting thing is the clients are lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So I actually referenced this on a on a group on on Facebook, and I asked people. I said, "Does does this make you want to change your business practices from a, like a contract or legal standpoint?" And the the interesting thing is for this particular case is the company didn't see any drop in rankings. They didn't even mention that in their lawsuit. Um, the the idea of the suit is behind the fact that it, they're basically claiming fraud that this company was doing things that they knew had no impact and they were still charging for them. And they're using the Google guidelines as the reference to say, this is why this had no impact and they did it for us, but they still charge us for it knowing that it was something that didn't work, which to me is the really interesting take on this because the Google guidelines of that are usually pretty vague. So they're up to interpretation a lot of times. In this particular case, it was pretty clear cut. But if this goes through and people – this suit goes through, I can see other companies decide, okay, we're going to sue our SEO company because they did X, Y, and Z from these super vague guidelines that Google puts out. It could, it could open up a big can of worms in my opinion. Yeah. And when I was reading some of the, the comments and discussions about this, uh, one of the things noted was that you know these are Google's guidelines. They aren't everything that you need to follow. 100% of the time. It's not like that's our mandate as a business. 
It's something that they're, they're suggested rules for working with Google. And you know, Stepforth happens to focus a lot on following it. But every company doesn't necessarily have to, and they shouldn't be liable if they're doing something that's slightly out of the guidelines, um, if they think it's going to work. Um, I don't know. I totally agree. And if, if they can do something that's outside of the guidelines and they can prove that it had an impact, positive impact, then yeah. I mean, but I think the idea here was that Google specifically says, like, don't participate in link networks. And these people were doing building link networks for this company. So, the, you know, the lawyers said, hey, you're doing something they say doesn't work, but and you're charging me for that, you know, work that you're doing that doesn't do anything for me. That's fraud. Yeah. So that, they're calling it negligence, isn't it? Yeah, or? yeah, negligence. But but in, in in basic terms, it's it's fraud, in my opinion. But that's, I'm not yeah. a lawyer, so don't follow well, my legal I, advice. I tell you, I I always <laughs> get a little bit antsy when I I potentially work with a legal firm. I, I it's just just you know because you always in the back of my mind I always wonder. Because I have dealt with clients in the past who just are litigious. It doesn't matter what you do; you'd probably be sued. And okay. <laughs> and those kind of people, um, especially when you're dealing with a lawyer, oh my god! I mean, the, yeah. there's less cost to them, right? So just yeah. Uh, I mean, creepy, I, I had a, I had I had a friend a while back that basically said, if you go into business, you will be sued. It's part <laughs> of being a business, so just expect it and do it. I mean, you know, you, you got to be plan. You got to plan for that, and it'll happen. Whether you deserve to be sued or not, it'll happen. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you been Just, sued, Ross? No, thankfully not. Okay, my, my lawyer will be contacting you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> no, we've always managed. If we've ever had an issue, we've always managed to work it out with them. Thank God. Most of them have been reasonable, or you know, if someone has tried to uh, um, blackmail us, or not blackmail us, not right word for us, uh, but say something against us to try and make us do something, we just give them a blanket cease and desist. And, and frankly, they don't have much to stand on. So they, they give up. Yeah. 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 It, a lot God. of it, like you said, is litigious. It's, it's stupid. They're just doing it to try to prove a point or think they can work the system, but yeah. it's going to happen to you. It is. But this, this one is interesting. Suit for violating Google guidelines is, is one to watch and follow. Very much so. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, the, uh, the SEO community is going to be following it for us and posting lots about it. So we'll cover it again, I'm sure. And interesting. So, so the one thing the, the one thing I would say about that, though, in some of the discussions I had, uh, we talked about contracts and how would this impact your contracts. And one of the things, if you you know, if you're doing SEO for a living and you're selling your services, make sure you have in your contracts that you're not responsible for changes made by the search engines. And that, that, you know, you're doing the work based on the current guidelines as you do it. Because let's say you have a 12-month contract, and in the beginning of that 12 months, you're doing a, a certain type of link building. And then by the end of that 12 months, Google has said, no, that's no good. But in the beginning, it was fine. You know, you have to have in your contract that you're not responsible for those kind of changes, um, even though I personally would go back and fix the stuff that they, they missed. But but you need to be legally covered that that's not your responsibility. You're doing work as it fits with the current guidelines. 
Yeah, especially these days with the guidelines changing all the time. It seems uh, exactly we've had we've had that in our contracts for years, and it's uh, uh, it's, it's absolutely necessary. And and whatever you do, don't include a copy of them either, because that means that you've got a, a static format of what was then and not now. So uh, logical, I suppose, based on what we just said. But still, it's I've seen it done. Yeah. So what's the next one here? Um, Matt cuts, puts out these videos all the time. He put out an interesting one this week. Interesting mainly because it's one of those videos that confirms something we've already known for years, but they finally came out and said it. Basically, he's, he said in the video, if you have more than one link on a page pointing to the same place, they really just look at the first one and they take the anchor text and everything from the first one. Um, they both still will pass PR uh, equally, but the first one is the most important one. And we've known that go. for years, but yeah. just, just he confirmed it for us finally. One of those things that, you know, giving us a little bit of crumbs based on something we already knew. <laughs> yeah, he cut off some crumbs for us already, right? Yeah, yes. Nice. All right. Well, big, big deal, eh? But it's good to hear. Um, yeah. Now, last week uh, I shortly discussed uh, Panda 4, uh, the latest algorithmic update. And uh, interestingly, it appears that eBay has been hit by it. And <laughs> um, it was pretty dramatic. Now, that said, uh, there was cons- there's question whether or not it was manual action or Panda 4. It happened at the same time virtually exact. But apparently, Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable has confirmed that it was manual but perhaps it was only partially manual and partially algorithmic. Right. And anyway, it was a dramatic, it was like a 70% decrease in rankings. Yeah, they got hit hard. Um, like, it, it was interesting, too, because uh, David Harry from the Regulators um, and the uh, Search Engine Dojo was talking about this, and he was laughing because the, the head SEO for eBay is – speaking at a conference next month. And I'm not sure which one it is, but he's speaking at a conference basically on keeping up with the algorithms and how to protect yourself <laughs> from algorithm changes. <laughs> and it's just kind of a funny coincidence that that's happening at the same time. Mm, poor bastard. My God. Yeah. Well, well, he'll at least have a great case study. <laughs> well, he's, he's pretty new to the job too. I, I'm wondering whether or not he inherited the issue from, from eBay or he created it. Cause I know um, last year, recruiters were talking to me about the SEO position at eBay, and I, I didn't. I like where I'm at now, so I didn't do anything. But so it has to, he has to be pretty new, and it, it'd be really interesting to hear whether he he inherited this problem or did something to to, to cause yeah, it in a short true. amount of time. I mean, really, eBay has been so open to search, and so um, so much of it has been repetitive. It's, it was meant to be. I mean, I don't think he could have done anything to make it worse. Yeah, well, I know, I know it was a couple of years ago maybe. They even announced they had this big strategy. They were going to switch from paid PPC marketing to SEO. So <laughs> see how that Woo-hoo. went for. Watch us. <laughs> Hello, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Okay. Well, it's, uh, I'm sure there'll be more news on that as well, and we'll be glad to cover that because, frankly, anyone loves hearing more about the big guys being hit because it doesn't happen very often, and it's often quite revealing. Yeah, we definitely learn a lot when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to touch on some more news points. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
while some affiliate networks can give you offers. Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., so uh, we just touched on the Panda 4 and whether or not it was a manual action or not on eBay. But uh, another point of news came up, which I'm kind of shocked of, and that is that Bing is shutting down its webmaster forums. And, I, and it, Bing doesn't really show up on our radar very often, but web, the actual webmaster forums for, for search engines are, are usually quite prominent. Um, as much as Bing's could be, it is surprising that they're shutting down. They say it's because of... of relative disuse or uh, not disuse just not being used <laughs> um they basically say they have take? better uses for their time is basically what they said <laughs> ouch uh, but what they did they did point to some other places they said they participated the uh, webmaster world forums so you know they they gave you some other options to use their blog and you can comment on their blog and you can ask questions on their comments in their blog but the forums are going away <laughs> well Anyway, I'm, I frankly haven't been there, so. <laughs> and they're, they're, going mean, by, they're going to be gone by the end of June, too, so that's uh, or the end of July. Or, wait, is this, is this May? This is May, the end of May, so by the beginning of June, they should be gone. 
they're pretty quick turnaround. Well, to give them credit, um, it's at least at least they had them. You know, they had them there. They gave it a, a, a shot, and if it's not been busy and they haven't really had much opportunity to give input on anyone's feedback, then uh, their change is probably a good one. Agreed. Yep. Well, what's next here? We've got. Uh, huh? Why don't you take this one on? Um, what is next? Uh, oh, so Google's basically said. You know, another bit of uh, juice. Was this from a cuts video? I believe it was. Uh, but dropping links in forums. So, so if you're participating in forums and you drop links in, in posts, it's, it's another. Some people do it as a link spamming technique. Just go to forums, you know, like you would a blog comment and drop links. Um, basically, this can hurt you not only manually if they find you doing it, but algorithmically. So if they start seeing lots of links in these forums to your site, that can hurt you from an algorithmic, sta- algorithmic standpoint, as well as you know, red flag for a review and possibly even a manual penalty. Um, <laughs> it, I don't think it's something that you can't ever put a link in a forum. It's just like anything else in, in SEO. You have to do it with moderation and you have to do it Right. If you're participating in a forum on a regular basis because it's related to your business or your hobby or something you like to do or your blog, you know, there's no problem going in and, and participating and every once in a while putting a link in a post to something you wrote or something you like. But if you're just doing, you know, basic drive by link drops on every forum you can find, you're going to screw yourself. Well, and I got a real kick out of it. I can't remember which where it was because I got a lot of email, but it was a, uh, I think it was it was a program someone was selling, which was for people to automate link drops on uh, forums. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, oh, yeah. anyone who buys these things are just getting themselves in hot water. Oh, oh yeah, and those guys are really good at pitching them too. And those those super long one page websites that have all these testimonials and you know this yep. month only you get all this. Normally a five hundred dollar value for seventy nine ninety nine, and it's just crazy. <laughs> And they have them for forums. They have them for specific softwares and bookmarking sites. There's people write to software to automate this stuff left and right. And just if you ever see any of it, do not use it. It's not going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. Anything automated is is going to be a problem in most cases for you when it's when it's just designed to do things in mass. You're in trouble. Yeah, gone are the days where uh, some automation might be okay. It's just not anymore at all. And uh, uh, I've never been a proponent of it, but I do know that it worked for a fair bit of time there. But it just uh, don't even risk it now. Just not worth it. There's uh, a few things you can automate that are like research tools. You can automate research, but you really can't yeah. automate activity. So like adding links or getting link contacts. Um, you can you can research who to contact to, to potentially buy a link, or not buy, but get a link. I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. I didn't either. Uh, but you, you you don't want to do automated activity. You can do automated research, but the activities you got to be made in these days. Excellent clarification. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want anyone thinking I don't mean research because I, I, I how we automate our research all the time. Um, but it's when you leave a mark, when you leave some mark that it's you or your client, that's no good. Um, if you're going to do it, do it above board. Make sure you're truly interacting with the sites. Um, you know, you're there as a, a true user. Uh, don't just spam. Uh, there's no other word around it. It's perfect. Yeah. So, 
Now, th- this is interesting, and I got to admit, I, I was I uh, it was one of the articles I didn't get a chance to read much on, but it says here that uh, Google. This is from uh, Web Pro News, which has been doing some great writing, by the way, lately. I've been very impressed. Um, Panda Four brings in a softer side and lays groundwork for the future. The softer side, actually, I know what it was. It was how um, Google has a particular. Uh, person on staff now, person, they should have a freaking team, but um, trying to assist small businesses so they can rank in the algorithm using the current algorithms. And I think that that's, that's a great idea. I do think that needs to be done more often, but, uh, uh, or maybe I'm mixing that up with another one, but this, I think it's still very relevant to this. Uh, in this case, Matt Cutts is talking about how Panda 4 is a new architecture that brings on some of the softer side, but also lays groundwork for future iteration. It's a quote-unquote from Twitter. Uh, Did you see see Barry's – he did a a poll on on the uh, algorithm, the the, the 4.0 Panda, and how it impacted people. Did you see that? I'm trying to call it up real quick so we can – You know, I actually participated in it, but I don't remember seeing the final result. It was very interesting to me because there was a lot of mixed results and there was more people that were impacted negatively by it than I thought would have been because it was supposed to be more, you know, a softer deal. So I thought that was quite interesting. I wonder, and I'm trying I'll, to look for it myself. Do they have that? You should have that on its homepage all the time at this point. Um, yeah, because I, I was quite interested to see the result, but I didn't get any. Oh, and this is interesting. Uh, while yeah, you're looking, can you, did you find I it? Found it? Yeah, I found it. Search in Google. Google found it for me. <laughs> so, so, post so, a link to our, our list. I want to look at it too. Yeah, I will. Um, so basically, the the idea, um, he, he asked a couple questions. He, he, the poll was, um, uh, how did it impact your site? He said, I recovered from my previous Panda penalty. My rankings increased, but I had never been hit by Panda. My ranking decreased, but I had never been hit by Panda, and so on. So the, the, the highest one on the, the poll results with 337 votes is my rankings decreased, but I had never previously been hurt by Panda, with almost 67% of the poll participants, which I thought was really interesting. Um, so it's new people that have been impacted by Penguin. Or excuse me, panda. Um, the it next seems like high- a good mix, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's pretty even. The next highest was um, rankings remained the same, which was about twenty three and a half percent. Rankings increased um, was nineteen percent. Um, about fifteen and a half percent of people said they recovered from a previous panda penalty, um, and about eleven percent said it did not. They did not recover from a previous panda penalty, so it was, I thought that was interesting. You're, you're right; it's pretty well distributed across the board. Um, the kind of results people were seeing, and it was it's a pretty significant poll too, because there's a couple thousand people. Looks like overall voted. Yeah, I've got total votes here of one thousand two hundred fifty-three. So, yeah, not that, quite that's, big, but that's close to a couple thousand, isn't it? If you're right. <laughs> <up. laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not to call you on it or anything. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> always on your back, buddy. Always get your back. Uh, I, I deserve it. I do. <laughs> you always nail me. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> in fact, I hear glee when you do it. Um, <laughs> kind of like uh, the glee in your voice right now? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
<laughs> well, I think on that note, we should take a quick break and, and, and enjoy, the, enjoy the moment. And, and when we get back, we've got a couple more pieces of news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Life Tips Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, with uh, uh, the glee aside, catching John on a, <laughs> a nice big oops. Um, <laughs> if that's the biggest oops I have to worry about, I'm doing good. Yes, yes. I'm sure it won't be, but yes. I personally, uh, don't, think it, I personally don't think it was the biggest oops in the show so far, and you didn't even really hammer me on the first one. So, no, I appreciate no. that. Yeah, well, uh, I'm a little slow today. Uh, uh, that opened my up. Never mind. Um, <laughs> So, Google announces they're now crawling JavaScript. Well, they already did before, but apparently more often now. And we'll soon have a rendering tool available in the Webmaster Tools. Now, what do they mean so, by a rendering tool? Well, I have a hunch that just means this is how we see it. They're going to render the JavaScript. Okay, I yeah. get that. Yeah. So, so and, and, and they announced that last year that they were doing that, and they were also talking about being able to crawl forms by putting in you know, default data in forms and submitting forms, which I thought was interesting as well. 
and then there's some there's there's some new um, I don't think it's schema markup, but it's some markup. Maybe it's HTML5. I'm not sure that you can actually put default values for forms that Google will use to crawl the forms. So it's an interesting thing they're doing with technology and code recently. And it, hopefully this JavaScript thing gets even better. Yeah, that's good. At least then we know it's not them putting in all the the uh, dirty words in our forms. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have people put dirty words in your forms? Yeah. I keep seeing your IP address. No, it's. It, I was just thinking of a Scott personally. <laughs> He's testing them. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so what does this mean? JavaScript is, uh, frankly, you know, JavaScript. The only place I see a lot of it is in navigation. What about you? Navigation. A lot of JavaScript. To it's interesting because. JavaScript can be used in conjunction with CSS to hide and show and change content on a page. Um, JavaScript can be used in conjunction with Ajax to pull different types of content. So it, it's used a lot of ways to, to access different types of data. So I have to wonder, you know, yes, they're calling JavaScript, but does that mean that they're going to be accessing this additional data? Well, the, the CSS version of the data they can already access, but like with uh, Ajax and that kind of stuff, it'll be interesting to see if any of that changes because of it. Not mm-hmm. don't ha- don't have my hopes up very high, but it'll be interesting to see. Does that I actually didn't notice that? Does that actually relate directly to Ajax? Uh, it's it's kind of similar to the way it works with uh, CSS and, and again it depends on how you code the site you can code so many different ways but you can use JavaScript to trigger Ajax content changes yeah because as far as I know Ajax still is yeah. not indexable right right yeah well it, it's indexable but it's very hard you have to code it from the get go to be indexable yeah okay. you can't you can't just add an Ajax plugin and it be indexable your, your entire page and site has to be coded specifically to allow Ajax to be indexed it's not easy. Yeah, with, without bloating the page code. I exactly. can't imagine the bloat you could put on that. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Well, I think it's great. I think any any move towards additional indexing is great, especially with JavaScript, especially for the people who are using it to manipulate uh, res, uh, you know, people who are visiting pages to make it uh, perhaps cloak. I think that's a great idea. Um, and, and for anyone who doesn't know what that means, cloaking is essentially when you show... Uh, you, you appear to be ranking for something about a different piece of content. When you get there, you see an entirely different pitch. Um, Google has been tricked, essentially. And uh, it's very common. And uh, it, it's, I would say, more so in the black hat realm when you're looking for something a little more nefarious. But, <laughs> and, but let's, let's be clear, because we use cloaking as a big, broad umbrella term. There are approved and good ways to cloak content. There are reasons to cloak it. So Google itself will cloak based on languages or based on location. Um, so if you change the content of a page based on where the person is at, that's not that bad. As long as you know, a vast majority of the content is similar to what someone else would see. But if you, if you, the kind of cloaking that really gets you in trouble is if you go look at, a, look at the referrer and you see that it's Googlebot instead of a browser and you, instead of putting that page up on um, you know how to train your cat to use the toilet. You end up putting a page on Viagra, then you got a completely different kind of cloaking. That kind is going to get you in trouble. So you got to be very careful if you're changing 
based on parameters that are unseen, like browser type or location or IP address, that kind of stuff. Some of them are good. Some of them get you a big, big amount of trouble. Mm. A very private peek at John's search behavior. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't like cats. (laughs) <laughs> if you love Viagra then I guess <laughs> and you, do what you, you do what you gotta do man <laughs> uh, love having you back buddy <laughs> <laughs> oh man well you know I think with that said we've, we've covered a lot of the news this week and I know uh, it's it's been a good week I mean it's nice having something a little more interesting to talk about what's going on and there's certainly lots going on um, is there anything else you'd like to add John? Um, no, I'm good, actually. How about you? Nope. All good. So just want to make sure we're, we're covering all the bases. And uh, with that said, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO one on SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via Ross at stepforth.com and or reach John at Twitter uh, via at John Carcutt. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.